Welcome to another edition of Contractors Corner, a Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors Corner column in the back of our print magazine and on our website, so make sure you look for our featured solar contractor in our February-March issue. In this episode, we're talking to Dan Weinman, president of PPC Solar in Taos, New Mexico, the garden spot of the United States and one of my favorite cities of all time. PPC Solar is a member of Solar Power World's Top 100 Solar Contractors list. Dan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for inviting me on your show today. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Dan, can you tell us the origins of PPC, when it was founded, how many people were involved in the company, its beginnings, and what its philosophy is as it goes out to the consumers? Yes, I can. Um, it's, it's a rather interesting story. Uh, my father started the company back in 1979. Uh, we're one of the original companies that actually started in the PV industry uh, way back in, you know, before the 80s. And, uh, you know, in, in the beginning, it was just uh, my father, he, he had a helper, and, you know, I was helping from time to time. I was, you know, at the time about seven, eight years old. So, you know, I pretty much grew up with solar power and living off grid. Um, but we did start the company to bring power to people who lived beyond the power lines and people that, you know, didn't have access to regular electricity. When we got our first system, we, you know, we were still burning kerosene lanterns and stuff like that. So it was definitely a change for us and it brought you know a lot of convenience to our lifestyle it leads into our philosophy and you know part of our commitment to the environment and you know the quality of the systems that we install extends everything we do uh, we believe in leading by example and engaging in sustainable business practices to minimize our impact on the environment and you know it's all based on our core values which is uh, respect for the earth importance for our families and community and uh, being solution oriented well, that's important in New Mexico, isn't it? Maybe more so even than other parts of the country? There's definitely a, a you know, a, a sustainable following here. There's a lot of people that really, they're not so worried about their bank account as much as, you know, doing the, what feels right to them. So, you know, I think we help them, help them in that area, just providing green renewable energy and giving the people the opportunity to have power when they do live. You know, there's a lot, we have a lot of artists and people that don't really want to be part of the the social, you know, stuck in the middle of the social atmosphere. They want to be out on their own, out in the woods. And, and we help people accomplish that, and, you know, get power wherever they may be. So for our listeners who aren't familiar with New Mexico, what, what's your service range? How many customers do you estimate are in that range? And of that total, how many of those customers are yours? That's a tough question, but we do service a pretty broad area. We, we service northern New Mexico and southern Colorado, um, we're based in Taos, and so Taos County and, and the surrounding areas is really our service range. The population, it's kind of a hard thing to put a number on. It's probably about 40,000 people in our immediate area, um, but as we get out into our outlying areas, there's a lot, a lot more cus- potential customers out there. Um, so, you know, now that solar is becoming mainstream, uh, there's a lot more people that are interested in solar. Um, you know, we really see that it's our job to bring these people in, to educate them, to really make people realize what the, the cost benefits are, because there's a lot of people that are still afraid of the cost or misled that, you know, it's too expensive. Um, but, you know, working with the pricing that we have these days and the incentives that are available from, you know, both the federal government and where we're at the state-level government, and there's also utilities that have some incentives, you know, it really brings that cost down and makes it affordable. So we educate people, but we feel that everybody wants solar now, so it's a matter of, you know, 
finding the right fit for people and with community solar that brings more people in so you know it's really hard i think everybody wants solar so you know i'd say it's the whole population um but here in our immediate area um you know we've done over 400 installations uh ranging from just a couple hundred watts to over 1.5 megawatts um and you know i the more we do the more we see people you know coming accustomed to it and wanting to really be part of the part of the movement. So um, to really be able to put numbers on that, though, it's it's kind of hard uh, just because we service quite a few areas. So you talked about the incentives both at the federal level and at the state level. What is the regulatory situation like in New Mexico? Do you think that that the New Mexico government supports the solar industry adequately, and and in what ways does it do that? Our state level government has been pretty proactive in supporting solar. Uh, we. You know, our previous administration put into place some things that are, are still in place, which is a 10% state tax credit that's on top of the 30% federal tax credit. Um, there's a cap on that at $9,000, but for most residential systems, people can take advantage of their, their full tax credit. Uh, so you're looking at a 40% tax credit. Um, New Mexico has also gotten rid of uh, sales tax, gross receipts sales tax on renewable energy systems. So. Um, you know, you get your 30% federal tax rate, 10% state, and then no sales tax. It's almost, you know, 50% savings right off the bat just in tax incentives. So, you know, with that, uh, you know, that's even before you take into account any utility incentives, uh, which are hit and miss in the state because there's a lot of co-ops that don't have any incentives. Uh, some of the privately owned utilities do. So depends on what territory you're in. But, um, you know, our government does have good incentives. Um, Things could be a little better. I mean, our previous administration had some things in the work works that we're going to supplement our industry a little bit more. Our current administration is more of a oil drilling administration, so to speak. So they're not as supportive, but I do feel that we still have good support from our local government here. Gotcha. Well, what's your company's percentage breakdown in terms of the market you serve in uh, residential, commercial, or utility? And what kinds of systems do you install? Are they primarily PV? Do you do any solar hot water? What's your breakdown? What can you offer to consumers? Um, we are strictly in the PV market, uh, solar electric. We've looked at solar hot water. Um, you know, we, we don't really have a lot of experience with it. It's a new set of tools, new set of trucks. So we've really decided to stick with what we do really well and what we've been doing for a long time. Um, and I think that shows in our work and what we're able to do. Um, we, we are a full-service solar electric installation company, though. We, you know, we do off small off-grid systems. We do residential grid tie, commercial grid tie. Uh, we've even done some small utility-scale type stuff up to about 1.5 megawatts. So, um, you know, we, we have a, a full gamut there that we're able to provide to our local service area. And, you know, looking at, at our direct uh, outlying service area here in Taos County, we probably service 75% of the cust of the customers in this area, um, and you know the breakout of what we do is you know in, in the past years you know we were all residential until about 2000, uh, the year 2000 we saw a change when grid tie inverters became available, and this sort of changed the market and the way things were going. So solar electric became available to everybody, um, but it was still residential, and so in the past we until the last few years we were primarily a residential installation company and that started taking a shift and we're seeing now that we're about 75 percent commercial and about 25 percent residential. How many employees do you have and how many have you added in the past let's say three years? Currently we have 
10 full-time employees. This is kind of a dynamic figure. Uh, when we get some of these larger projects and stuff, we will hire temporary employees and, and other staff. Um, at, you know, at our busiest peak, we can have upwards of 40 people working for us at a time. And, uh, but in the past few years, we've added four new full-time employees. That's terrific. Um, as you, are you having trouble finding qualified employees? That is one thing that I hear from other installers is that one of the big challenges facing the industry is uh, the, the idea that we don't have enough qualified employees. Are you finding that in your, when you, when you go to add people? Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. You know, there, there are programs out there and a lot of people that are trying to get into the industry. So, you know, people are getting education. There's schools that are offering education for, you know, getting into the field entry-level PV type of stuff. So, you know, there are people out there. It's been hard to find them. We've actually tried to sort of bring things in-house because we find if we train people ourselves and get them the education that they need, that we can teach them the way we do things and give them the good habits that they need. Sometimes you bring other people in and they can be really good, but a lot of times they'll have bad habits they bring from somewhere else that can be hard to break them of. Um, so we've actually done really well bringing people in and training them and bringing them, bringing them up basically, you know, from being a green, being green all the way up to uh, being a, a seasoned uh, installer. What does the role of, of certification play in getting people out into the field? Do you use a lot of certifications, and, and where do you get those certifications? Who do you go to to get your certifications? Um, well, we've, we've been following in the, in the NABCEP realm there. Um, you know, and, and really, as far as accreditation, I don't think it gives us any more clout, but I really like the program that they have, and I think that you know, if you follow their guidelines, you're going to be a well-rounded solar installer per se like for the pv uh installer certification it's a pretty thorough program and it's a, you know the test and everything is, is really thorough so i think if you can get through that that you you know shows that you have good aptitude and that you you know what you're doing so you know we've been using using uh NABCEP as sort of the basis uh we take you know i send our we send our guys to a lot of NABCEP classes uh starting at entry level and working up from there so we have you know, we have uh, people on our staff that are entry-level NAPSEP, PV technical sales, and also PV installers. All right, so you're now off the hot seat. What are, what's the thing you most enjoy about being in the solar industry? There's a couple things I really enjoy. I mean, the first, though, you know, I'd have to say is just the people. I mean, there's a lot of like-minded people in the, in the industry, and just working with these people and being part of the industry I think is is a positive in a lot of ways. Um, you know, it's been it's been really good for us and and just you know getting out there and meeting these people. Um, the other thing that I really like about the industry is that its involvement with technology and just seeing the tech you know the industry grow with the technology. Um, and you know, you know we're a technology oriented society, and I think you know the the technology plays a big role in it. And uh, you know, I love technology, so you know, I think those are the two main things that really draw me into the industry. Well, you know, I have to ask, what do you enjoy least about being in the solar industry? I wouldn't say that there's anything I don't really enjoy. I mean, it's always posing new challenges, and, and you know, you have to uh, sort of think outside the box a lot. So, I mean, I think uh, there's really no drawbacks that I can see to the industry, from my perspective. What is the most important technical advice that you would offer me? I'd say keep it simple. Uh, I, I, I see a lot of designers and people 
getting a little more complicated than they need to at the design stage, uh, which can lead to higher costs and complications over time. Uh, the premise of solar is rather simple, and the technology is robust. So, you know, by keeping it simple, we can keep the cost down, the reliability up, and and just prove that, you know, solar is what it is, and it works for what it needs to do, and, and it's the best solution out there. So what's the most important business lesson that you've learned since you've been in the industry from your father, from your peers, or personally? What have you learned? Uh, well, as an entrepreneur, I've always tried to be self-sufficient and do things myself. Um, but as I've grown and our company has grown, I found that you know I can't do it all. So uh, this has led me to, to developing this the PPC Solar team, and the team approach is definitely the way to go. I mean, we get more done, we're more efficient, uh, better rounded, and you know we can handle anything that comes our way. Um, and you know, it gives it gives everybody a little more freedom. So I think you know just being able to work together as a team has been the biggest business lesson for me. So where do you see the solar industry in five years? Currently, and you've seen it continue to grow, um, both under your father's leadership and yours. Project for me out in five years and tell me where you see the industry. Well, uh, I see the, industry, the solar industry is here to stay. Uh, you know, we started our company before there was a lot of these incentives and stuff like that. Uh, we've you know, been been around through the long haul, and, you know, in the last years we've seen this change, you know, with, with support from the federal government and state governments and stuff, so we've seen some growth in the industry, um, you know, and I see it continuing to grow, um, but, you know, some of, the, some of the key elements are the tax incentives that we do get from the federal government, um, and, you know, I, you know, they're going to expire potentially in 2016, so I see a good, you know, three to four run, year run. Um, but after that, you know, it's hard to say, but I think that since energy is such a crucial part of our society and, you know, we really have this drive to be more self-sufficient as a, as a nation and that we want to, uh, uh, you know, keep this growing, I think that we're going to see, see the support from our government and, you know, I think the industry is going to keep blossoming for years to come. So if people want to find out more about PPC Solar, Dan, where would they go to find that information? Uh, well, we, of course, have our website, ppcsolar.com. Find us on the web, and from there you can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you can, you know, we use the social media to keep people connected to what we do. This has been Contractor's Corner, a Solar World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractor's Corner column in the back of our print magazine, which is also hosted on our website. So make sure you look for our featured solar contractor in our February-March issue and online. Thanks to Dan Weinman of PPC Solar in Taos, New Mexico, for participating. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Frank. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World magazine. Stay sunny.